Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I talk about the MJF promo from AEW Dynamite on Tuesday night and how I think it may be one of the best segments that I have ever seen as a wrestling fan. Also, we talk to Press 10 Vance, that's right, 10 from AEW's Dark Order joins us. And I'm going to be a part of the Halloween Havoc NXT kickoff show on Saturday. And I get some suggestions from the nation right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Everything that we heard between MJF and William Regal was fantastic on Tuesday night. But what you didn't hear is the crowd reactions, Mark. I went back and I watched it again this morning. When MJF came out and started his promo, he was getting booed by that Cincinnati crowd. By the yep. time his promo was over, he was getting cheered. And another reason why you know what MJF did worked is because the first time William Regal spoke into the microphone, he got booed. Think about that. Here's a guy, and we've seen this before with MJF, where he's getting booed, and then two minutes later... He's getting cheered. But even on top of that, William Regal is getting booed when he when he starts to talk on the microphone. Listen, understand why MJF is getting booed. Why MJF's the biggest deal in AEW. Also, they're in Cincinnati. That's Moxley country. Okay, Moxley and MJF have had their battles. You know, MJF has that chip. He's re- getting ready to cash it in on Moxley and still... When MJF was done with his promo, he was getting cheered by that crowd. That is genius, Mark Henry. Dave, the last time MJF was in that arena, he had a match with Brian Pillman Jr. And he called Brian Pillman Jr.'s mom, Methany. Yep. He, I mean, he was so disrespectful to the point to where I just, you know, sometimes you just put your hand over your face and you go, holy God. Come on, really? That's what we're doing? And he was able to turn them? He was able to have them cheer him? But hold on a minute. Regal stood right there and looked at the crowd, and he said, over an email? When I was 17, fighting grown men, who wanted to break me and make me go home to mama. 
in the circus back in, in in England for those that don't know in the circuses in the, the carny world it's the way it was in America in the in the 50s and 60s they still have pro wrestling in the carnival circuits there's a lot of private indie wrestling companies now but they still do it and they had guys that used to do challenges Anybody in the crowd that can knock me out of this ring or put me on the knee, you get $100. Regal did that. He is double damn tough. And he never quit. And he proved that by standing there in the face of adversity and saying, pouring it out. He's like, I did this. For you. And to give him, we always say, put the battery in your back, like you're an action figure or something. Regal put the battery in his back to go out there and do all those things that he's done. And if you, sometimes, Dave, whatever fuel you need is just what you need at that moment. Because we talked about it before, Michael Jordan made up stuff. He held on to not making the high school varsity basketball team till his senior year. He used that as motivation. MJF used Regal's email as the motivation that he needed. And when Regal pointed that out, Max had nothing to say. For the first time in his life, he had nothing to say. And and you could see it. In his face when like it was almost like, wait a second, I had all this anger and resentment for seven years. You know, he talked about that email every day. He would read that email to motivate himself. And then Regal, you know, smiled, smirked in his face and said, well, if that's what it took to motivate you, then mission accomplished. And you could just see like the revelation in, in MJF's face, like, whoa. To the point where he had all that anger and all that disdain towards William Regal, and then William Regal turns his back on yeah, MJF. Yeah, offered himself. Offered yes. himself as a sacrifice. And MJF couldn't do anything about it because I think in that moment, all that anger and resentment, all of a sudden, it was like William Regal pulled the plug on everything he felt. For seven whole years. But, but Mark, to capture a crowd, to get a crowd to cheer for him. And like I said, MJF has done this a few times in his career in AEW. But everybody could relate to what MJF was talking about. I went back and watched some of the best promos ever. You know, I went back and I watched some of the Flair promos. The, the Flair promo leading up to his match with Nikita Koloff. The Flair promo leading up to the match with Dusty Rhodes. The Flair promo leading up to the match with Ricky Morton. Bark, you know how much I love Ric Flair. Entertaining is all hell. The stuff that came out of Flair's mouth like makes me want to go out and buy a ticket and to see Ric Flair against Dusty Rhodes or Nikita Koloff. Entertaining. But I can't relate. Okay, I can't relate to jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, something. Can't, can't relate to that. You know, 
uh, CM Punk sitting at the top of that ramp on the pipe bomb promo, and he's talking about how the WWE has wronged him. You know, he's also a guy that had, you know, a WrestleMania match with The Undertaker, but I digress. Can't relate to what CM Punk is saying in that moment. Everybody that listened to MJF on Tuesday could relate to what he was saying. Everybody has been wronged by someone. Everybody has given their best effort and has been told to, to get out. You know, everybody at one point has been fired from a job or broken up with or had their heart broken. Everybody can relate to what MJF said. That's why I feel, for me, that was one of the best, if not the best promos I've ever heard. And I'm being yeah, completely was. honest. It was. It was like somebody pouring their heart out to this uh, significant other. And that person not reciprocating. And and you know what? For whatever reason, listen, I'm sure everybody here has had their heart broken where they've been in love or think they're in love with somebody and they pour their heart out and that person says, you know what? I just don't feel the same way you do. That's what Woo. William Regal said to MJF seven years ago. You, you think you're great, but you're not great in my eyes. You're not good enough. You're okay. If you put the work in, you'll get noticed. But right now, but right now, yes, go put the work in. And MJF took that as a challenge. That's why he's successful, guys. He's successful because he didn't go home and go, well, I guess I'll just go back to school and I'll, you know, get a job and have a bunch of kids and just live life the way that the world expects me to live it. No. Sometimes you got to take that as a slap in the face and go, I'll, I'll show you. That's when I'm at my best, Dave. When I get a challenge, you tell me no. You can't do something. You're not the one. You're not him. Uh, you, you know, they got these uh, memes now where they say, you're, you're not him. Oh, I'm him. MJF is him. William Regal was him. And we got to see that unfold, and we know why they have that success, and we know why that promo was so damn good. And, Mark, and and the world of pro wrestling moves so fast, we don't get the time to really absorb what's happened because we move on. We move on. But this is, like, I think really – uh, a gift that we had both those shows on Tuesday night that we could go back and look at it again with a fresh set of eyes and kind of just absorb and acknowledge what we saw. Because back in the day, Mark, when I used to watch wrestling, whether it was world-class, WWF, Mid-Atlantic, Georgia, I, I would videotape all the shows. And then during the week, I would watch them again. Sometimes in the world of pro wrestling, we can't do that because every night there's another wrestling show. Tonight there's Impact. And then Friday, SmackDown. And Saturday we got Halloween Havoc. Like every night there's some wrestling show. To, we don't really have the time. Is anybody going back and watching Monday Night Raw on a Wednesday night? No, because Wednesday nights you got Dynamite. Tuesday nights you got NXT. Yeah. You know, like you don't really have the opportunity or the time to go back and watch these shows. That's why I think... It's so fun to do what we're doing and kind of looking back and like saying, man, that was greatness on on Wednesday. I mean, greatness on Tuesday night. Let's acknowledge it because, dude, I went back 
last night because I was looking back at some of my all-time favorite promos. And sometimes you forget. I was watching the Cody promo before the first Double or Nothing, which was the first AEW card. The Cody promo on his brother Dustin. Oh, man. Mark, I... I cried. Dude, I forgot how great that promo was, talking about his brother and talking about putting a bullet in his brother's head to just end it already. It's over. The Attitude Era is over. Enough of this. And you know what? He kind of took a poke at a lot of, maybe even some of the stuff that's said here on Busted Open, where he's saying, you know what? Like, ah, the Attitude Era, you could drive 100 100 miles an hour every time you went out there. But now my generation, it's got to be a 35-mile-per-hour speed limit. I can't say this. I can't do that. And then I got to hear criticism from a generation before saying I'm not as good as they were. It was one of the best promos. And I forgot about it, Mark, because it had was our real. world moved so fast. David was real. Yeah. Because I heard it. When I, when I came in in 95, 96, guys started saying, oh, well, there goes the business. It's changed for the worse. They're just letting anybody in now. Guys don't have to earn it. The hell out of here with that bullshit. And then you fast forward another 15 years. Well, it's attitude. It's not gonna be like the attitude era. You know, that's that was the pinnacle. That was the best it ever was. And then you turn back another 10 years, and here we are. And people think that the game is going to stop. It's going to change because, what, like Cody said, those young people today that are in the ring, they have their struggles too. They have their adversity. And the, the fact that they got to live up to history means that they had to evolve. So why would you say, Oh, it's less than, it's not going to measure up. And that was what Cody was saying in that promo. We've evolved. If you keep running your head into a wall, it's not the wall's problem. You're the problem. And Cody was able to change some things and make it happen. I I, I love that promo. I mean, it it was one of my favorites too. Yeah, and you know what? When you look at 2022, not just in the world of pro wrestling, Mark, but sports, entertainment, the world. Adapt or die. Adapt or die. You can't just rest on what happened 30, 40 years ago. It's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the people you're working with. Adapt or die. You have to adjust. Things change over time. Thank God, in a lot of instances, that things change. So you have to adapt to that. And I feel like MJF right now is adapting to it with an understanding of the foundation of what made pro wrestling pro wrestling, and he's killing it. Hey, everyone. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Sawdust Podcast Network. Throughout the week, we're providing you with a vast array of betting and fantasy insight, advice, and analysis. Check out our library of podcasts, including Fade the Noise with me and the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Fantasy Fast Track with me and Brandon Fun Buns Funston. Annie Up with Howard Bender and Adam Ronis. And Sticks and Stacks with Sean Drotar. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I need the nation's help. I'm nervous. I need them to ease my pain a little bit for those 30 minutes I'm going to be with Mackenzie and Sam coming up this Saturday live on Peacock. They understand my frustration. They understand my fear and how I'm nervous. Now, somebody who is runner-up to Busted Open Fan of the Year just a couple of years ago, Mark, is our good friend Lindsay in New Jersey. Lindsay, do you have some advice for me on Saturday? So I had two thoughts for you, Dave. One, if you feel yourself getting like so heated where you feel like, oh my God, I'm going to explode, just do a quick reboot. You know, just say, I have to reboot. I have to collect my thoughts and, and get myself together. And then you can, you know, try to say what you want to say. In a, in a- I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be things right said. Now. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be things that are said on Saturday that are going to make me want to reboot. Yep, totally. So you're, so you're but- prepared for that. Yeah. But I don't know um, if that here's the here's the problem, Lindsay. I don't know if that's going to work because Andre knows me better than anybody. So Andre Andre knows when I'm rebooting. I don't know if that works for TV. People are going to be watching me like, what is this old man doing, and why is he like rebooting? I don't know if that works. Yes, it's going to be like Control Alt Delete. <laughs> okay. Well, I had uh, one other idea for you, which is. Um, Maybe bring your cell phone and you have like the Tommy Dreamer frustrated scream on record. So, you know, again, anytime somebody says something so outrageous, you just hit the Tommy Dreamer scream button and then wow. you come in. There you go. <laughs> All right, Lindsay. Well, Lindsay, thank you. I appreciate that. That's good advice. Good luck. To you. All right, good thank luck. you. You're I, thank you. I, I love you, Lindsay. I hope you're watching. Yep, definitely. So Mackenzie Mitchell says something that really like throws me off. I just hit, I hit the Tommy. This is what I do. I hit the Tommy Dreamer button. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it's it's delay the phone because uh, of the time zone. All right, all right. So <laughs> Sam Roberts says something about dragging off that pisses me off. I just hit the Tommy Dreamer button. Ah! That'll work. Yeah, and everybody will understand. All right. <laughs> I don't think anybody would understand. Let's go out to uh, Bill in Tennessee. What's going on, Bill? Hey, Dave and Mark. How are you guys doing? What's up, buddy? Good, man. Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I had a couple ideas for you. Um, My first thought was the uh, just talking in carny language, but that probably doesn't work out too well. And as I was sitting on hold, I thought of a better idea. Which would be any Gorilla Monsoon reference, like 
if if Sam says something ridiculous and you're about to explode, you just say, "Will you stop?" That's Will the classic gorilla monsoon. And but uh, the one I think I like the best is I tell you what, Dave. Every time I hear your commercial for the wiper blades uh-huh. and this noise that you make <laughs> imitating the wipers, <laughs> do that, and I, I will be rolling on the floor during the pre-show. All right, so let me it's, let me. It's going to make it. It's going to make it to air. He's got to do that one. <laughs> all right, all right, Bill. Let's see if this works. And Bill, I, I I love the suggestion. So here we go. All right, so Sam Roberts says, you know what, Braun Breaker is going to retain the NXT Championship, and then I will say, <laughs> Mandy Rose is going to retain the NXT Women's Championship. Well, Sam. <laughs> oh man! I want them to. I want the Julius you can Creed say is going to win. Waller is yeah. the greatest fundamental talent of all time. <laughs> Cora Jade is going to beat Roxanne Perez. <laughs> Mark, they won't ask me back. If I do that, if like that, that's all that comes out of my mouth. Like, like I could see right off the bat, oh. right? Sam Roberts welcomes out. Hi, I'm Sam Roberts. You know, you know, can't wait for Halloween havoc. Let's bring in Mackenzie Mitchell. Mackenzie, how are you? And Mackenzie's oh, like, great. hey, it's great to be here. It's awesome. This is great. I love you, Sam. Who's this dipshit next to me? And then, and then Sam says, and then from Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the host of Busted Open, Dave LaGreca. Dave, how are you today? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to oh, work, man. Mark. You're having too much fun with this. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Saturday. Nate in Tampa. Hey. What's going on, Nate? How you doing, Dave hey. LaGreca? How you doing, Bull, uh, Mark Henry? Bully Mark? I, uh, yeah, I, I'm good. Dave LaGreca. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. That's all right, I, Dave Nate. You're nervous. You're right, yeah. you're, see, Nate, Nate, hold on. You're nervous like I am for Saturday. So I don't want to, like, call, like, Sam Roberts, like, you know, somebody else. Peter Rosenberg. Mitchell. Like, I don't want to call Mackenzie Mitchell Mackenzie Phillips or Sam Roberts, you know, Peter Rosenberg. You know, I gotta, I gotta keep myself in check, and then we talk about the matches. You know, can't get the names wrong. Nathan Frazier, Nathan Lane, like you know, I can't get the names wrong. Go ahead. You're right. What else you got, Nate? I, but I have a favor for you. You need to teach these young cats how to do the Lagreca lean. That's right. You know what, Nate? Thank you. This is my opportunity. Being in the performance center. On Saturday, Mark, maybe I could teach these kids a thing or two by showing them my LaGreca lean. It might get over like the Antonio Brown dance. Have you ever <laughs> seen did. Antonio Brown? Yeah. Ble- Say his name twice on Knock it down. Let's go out to Rostafa. Rostafa, what do you got for me, buddy? Mark Henry, am I hearing this right? The great Dave LaGreca needs help. I need help. Believe. Yeah. Rostafa asked wife number one, wife number two, and wife number three. Oh, Believe me, oh, they know I need a lot of help, Rostafa. Okay, okay. Well, well, if that's the case, Gabby, make sure that you write this down because I'm pretty sure Dave's going to forget. So let, let's make sure that we have this right. I have a list here. I have a list. I'm here to help you, Dave. I'm here Go to ahead. help you. I'm listening. Rule number one, don't drink any daddy sodas on the morning of. Rule number two, stop cussing. This ain't death comedy jam. All right. Rule number three, 
don't chase the hug. I can't stress that enough, brother. Okay. Rule number okay. four, whatever you wear, be prepared to bring the gift of gab, but remember rule number two. Rule number five, don't embarrass the nation, especially the Jersey chapter. Come on, Dave. Don't make us regret this. <laughs> rule number six, every 90 seconds or so, do a reboot because God only knows there's going to be something that's going to tick you off. Rule number seven, and this is the most important one. Are you ready for this, Dave? I'm listening. Every time Sam opens his mouth and says something stupid, and it's apropos that it's Halloween Havoc, bury him 12 feet under. Don't let right. him down, Dave. And okay. Get, well, daddy, Sam's awesome, though. Sam, I love Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts, believe me, Sam Roberts is, an, is a pro. This but is he's, my, giving you the, he's giving you the 10 rules. There are seven. The, 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 well, 10 rules seven, to follow. Okay, he's seven, at seven, seven right now. Seven's completion. You know what I mean? That's all he needs. All right. I, I, I like five. Oh, oh. <laughs> Biggie's five and King Kong Bundy's five. I got you, Mark. I see you. I see you. What was five? I forgot already. Oh, don't chase the hug. Rule number five, don't embarrass the nation. Come on. Oh, dude, I thought it was don't chase the hug. What if I'm talking to a member of Chase University? How many degrees do you have, Dave? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough, Mustafa. Thank you, man. Some good advice. Seven steps of not embarrassing yourself on live TV by Mustafa. Let's go out to Frank. What's going on, Frank? What's up, buddy? Man, it is great to talk to you guys. Hey, Mark. Huge fan of yours. Always a man. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Mark, you really, literally, you were talking about having to pull over, and you have said some things before in the past that I've actually had to pull over because I can't stop laughing. Good. That's good. So much. Especially about the family. Something about The Rock, and he's like, he ain't giving the family cousin uh, deal to anybody. And I mean, I just like, I've got to pull over in this be quick because I'm fixing to wreck the car. So, Dave, I've got it for you. I've got something that will really help you. I'm listening, Frank. You need to make your laminated list. 15 of your top Halloween Havoc laminated list and have that with you. That's your security blanket, your laminated list. I, I mean, I like the, like the NFL football coaches. Look like, make yeah, it look like a, a Waffle House. And you shuffle it. Anytime you get nervous, you kind of shuffle it. And you, you even tell them, it is so important that I have a laminated list for this, guys. All right. I'll run it. Frank, I like it. I can do that. That's a good fallback. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. And it also gives you something to do with my hands. You know, when you're nervous, your hands kind of go, you need to keep your hands busy. So I, I'll do that. I like it. I like it, Mark. Good stuff from Frank. <laughs> you're, you're right there? Oh, my God. Mark is <laughs> Mark is dying on the air. First he threw up, and now he's dying. All right, let's look out. Let's go uh, to, uh, to his fatality. Let's go to John in Connecticut. What do you got? Help me, John. Help me. I got advice for both you and Mark. Okay. Mark, deep fry your Uncrustable and put powdered sugar on it. Dave, Ooh. got to use children's work. Ooh, good job. Wait, first, John, don't don't bury the lead. Man. I like that. Fry it and put some powdered sugar on it. It's, it, do, it's, I dip it's it, do I dip it in, like, pancake batter first? Or? You can just put it in regular deep fryer. It's already, it's already got the uh, shell on it. So you're you're frying the um, the bread up without the crust. Ooh. All right, I'll take that. All right, that's good advice for Mark. Now give me some advice, John. What do you got, buddy? 
So um, use words like Jimmy Crickets and Golly Willikers. Don't be using <laughs> the words in vain when you're on the show. <laughs> He's trying to brick you. No, Golly G. Willikers. John, you're right. Johnny, I got it. What's the thing? What again? I, I haven't used it for so long. Johnny Willikers? Golly uh, G. Golly Willikers. And oh, Golly G. Golly G. Willikers. Shucks. Ah, oh, shucks. Holy sassafras. Now, your, your brother, you're you're a much better broadcaster than your brother. And your well, brother's thanks. on the air locally every day, and he doesn't curse, and he rants and raves. I think you can do it, and you can do it better than he can. You're well, John, thank radio. you. I love my brother. And you know what? Maybe I need to give my brother a call to get some advice from him because he's had some major rants. He's never cursed. Not once. Mm. Boxing's biggest stars are on At The Fights. Former IBF and WBC welterweight champion of the world, Showtime Sean Porter. What in the world is going on with Terrence Crawford? Terrence knows what he's doing. He knows what he wants. He knows what he deserves. He knows what he's worth. And I think that when he voices that and he does not budge off of it, the people in the business side of things are going to be mad at him and not want to bend. But this, if any time, but it's definitely the perfect time for the business to bend to what the fighter wants. At The Fights, Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. For a first time ever here on Busted Open, press Ted Vance. Ted joins us here. How are you, sir? How's everything good, going? How are you? Great. Appreciate it. Talk Pre- about pressure. this match. Oh, go ahead, Mark. Sorry. Oh, I was, I was going to jump right in there because um, there, don't you find it creepy the way that those guys have been trying to lure you in to being a, a, a part of them and um, now we see you kind of standing up for yourself, and uh, how, how did how did all this happen? I, I can't even remember the start of it. Uh, so it happened. I think we were doing a backstage inter, uh, interview, and Jose and uh, Rouge and Andrade all came in and tried to recruit me. So it is creepy, but also it's kind of flattering that they want me so bad in their group. Oh wow! Wow, flattering. Yeah, it's flattering. Now I'm, I'm not saying that because I, I hate those guys, but it's very similar to um, kind of how like Brody wanted me in his group. But the huge difference is Brody was like the best guy ever, and these guys are sleazeballs, you know. But it Whoa. is to an extent. It's kind of flattering. Well, it's it's always good that. to be wanted. Yeah, yeah. But talk. So then, talk about this matchup we're going to see on Rampage with Roosh. Roosh is. You know, one of the best out there, uh, you know, former Ring of Honor champion. This is a big uh, key matchup that's going to happen on Rampage tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm super excited. You know, I was supposed to uh, to face his his buddy a few weeks ago and then, you know, shit happens. Uh, but 
I've been wanting to get my hand on hands on one of them for a while, whether if, even if it was Jose, the assistant, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm super excited and, you know, I don't like the guy, but he is, I mean, he's, he's good. Like he can go, you know, you watch all the stuff from Mexico and ring of honor and like this dude's good. He hits hard, but you know, so do I. So I'm excited. But one of the things that I've found to be uh, super impressive with you is uh, how, how how hard you work. I see you in the gym, man. Like anytime that, you know, we're in a town, you're always finding the gym and, and hitting it. You're a big guy. And I, I think it's understated that because you work so fluid that you don't, you really work like a big guy. Like, you yeah. know that you're a big guy, that the stuff that big guys do works, right? Yeah. So that's my favorite thing to do on the road is finding, like, the local gyms. And I collect, like, gym shirts in every city. I'm actually wearing <laughs> one right now. This is from Florida. But uh, that's my favorite thing to do on the road is wake up. And, and I, I hate chain gyms. I hate, like, the LA fitnesses and all that. I love, like, just, like, almost family-owned that have, like, their own special merchandise. and So it kind of, like, reminds me, oh, yeah, I was there. That's my favorite thing to do. That's pretty cool. How difficult is it to, you know, with the schedule that you have, a lot of travel, uh, to find, you know, to find out, like, are, are you doing the homework before you reach the city to find yeah, out what gym I, you're going to use? I usually, I usually research it when I'm in the, when I'm in the airport in Jacksonville flying out, I'll waiting for my flight. I'll see like all the gyms in that city and try to pick one fairly close to the hotel we're staying at. But there's been, I've been pretty lucky because there hasn't been many cities where like, Oh, I can't find a good gym. Like pretty much if you look hard enough, you'll find a good one. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite? So I think my favorite gym I've ever been to, and this wasn't even on the road. I lived in Atlanta for five years before I moved to Jacksonville a few months ago. Uh, It's called one life fitness. It's right in the, right in Atlanta. And I think it's my favorite gym ever anywhere I've been. Well, I, when we go back to Los Angeles, uh, I know you're you're not a fan of the chain gyms, but we're gonna have to go to the original Venice Golds. Oh, I, I went uh, there when we were in LA. Man, they have everything. I mean, <clears throat> so I like that stuff. because you can work out outside, so you can catch a tan and work out. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's what I usually do. Catch so, a tan, yeah. <laughs> so this is the so this is the opposite from when you first came to AEW and you debuted in AEW. Um, that was right at, if I'm not mistaken, that was right at the start of the pandemic when everything was yep. was shut yep. down and you were in Jacksonville. So how difficult was it for you, and I'm sure for everybody, to be like just stationed in one area and for a while you were kind of just living in Jacksonville? What was that like? So it wasn't as difficult for me because I was never on the road before. So I got signed. I did a dark match with Darby Allen. Like as soon as the pandemic started, I don't think it fully kicked in yet. Um, and then that match aired the following week and we did all the tapings at a QT school in Norcross, Georgia the following week. And that's where I met Brody and Brody watched my match. And then he went to a, uh, to a uh, QT and Tony and stuff. And he's like, Hey, like, does this guy like work for WWE or like, why isn't he signed anywhere? And like, Oh, you don't, you know, I don't know. And then that's when Brody's like, we'll put him with me. I'll take care of him, you know, backstage, you know, I'll take him under my wing basically. Uh, but I never was on the, the road before before that, so it was. We talked. About, I talked about it last night with some, with a, uh, I think Orange Cassidy maybe, and it was. It's like we were pretty lucky because that's where we we really like grew a lot of friendships. We were forced to always be with each other, you know, for for like 
days in a row just in the hotel you couldn't really go do anything so we were all forced to hang out so that's where i made most of my friendships in aew was the whole jacksonville era cody like how does it feel to be handpicked by brody lee um that was the coolest night of my life i remember when he walked in the door and i was working out in the, in the gym and I, and you know in my mind I'm like oh my god that's you know luke harper to me because i was watched him in the wyatt family and stuff and it was this like <clears throat> monster of a guy. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And I was just talking to him. We talked about hockey. He's a huge hockey fan. I played hockey for 12 years. Um, and we like, we hit it off really quick, but I was just happy to just sit and talk to him for an hour, not even thinking he was going to, you know, get me signed to AEW. So, I mean, that, that's like, I think no matter what I do in, in wrestling, that'll forever be my biggest honor. You know, you know, Mark and I talked about it earlier on the show about how the world of wrestling you know, moves so fast. And mm-hmm. you now have been a part of AEW for, for two and a half years. And so many things have changed in that company. Like, you know, it's been a whirlwind. So here you are, you're coming in, and like you said, you're off the road for a while, and then you're back on the road. And like so, how have you been able to like really adjust through all these changes with the company? Uh, I mean, I, I personally love being on the road because I'm one of the, people in aw i'm not married or have kids so like i love being on the road you know i understand why some people don't uh brody was a prime example where as soon as the show was over he would drive right home because he wanted to be with you know his his wife and kids um but you know like i talked to to evil uno about it all the time it's you know we we kind of get paid to go to wrestle and like hang out with our friends every week it's it's a cool like that's the thing i'm friends with everyone you know from from the wrestlers to the people in the office like I'm, and I've always been that way, you know, I'm friends with all the, all the different groups. So I love it. I mean, I have a really good, you know, support system at work with like the, the friends I've made. So, you know, there has been adjustments you have to make, but I think it's all for the better, to be honest. You uh, recently and yesterday, as recent as yesterday, uh, there was a conversation being had about young talent and mentorship. Um, what would you rather have happen? you go up to a veteran and say, hey, I want to pick your brain about something, or would you be offended if somebody came up and said, hey, man, I see this. Uh, you know, maybe you should try it this way. Uh, what, 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 what floats your boat? What, what's the question or what's the answer to um, the young guy taking direction from the grizzled veteran? I mean, I, I take it either way. I mean, I've had both. I've, I've gone up to, to people and asked them and they've come up to me and I appreciate any feedback because like, you know, guys like you and Jericho and Big Show and Taz, like all these guys, you know, made a lot of money in this business. So like, why wouldn't you listen? To, you know, uh, Jericho's one I go to the most about stuff, I think, um, just to pick his brain, like storyline stuff and stuff like that. And he is like so beyond willing to help all the younger talent. You know, and he's someone who doesn't, he doesn't have to, obviously, like he's a freaking rock star, but he, I mean, he's, he's been great with me. He's, he's helped me pretty significantly, significantly the past like eight months, I'd say. So, I mean, I love getting advice because like, if you just, you know, you're in your own ways forever, you don't know if stuff's working or not until someone tells you it is or isn't. You know, you, you said something that's really interesting and I didn't even think about it. Um, you have like a lot of people who are on the roster that have families that have a mm-hmm. significant other other to have kids. So they have this life outside of wrestling. You, 
your you know your life is wrestling right now mm-hmm. and, and staying in shape and working out like you know is when you look at what you've been able to do and what you've been able to accomplish over the last couple of years here you are you're gonna have a marquee matchup on rampage on friday night like are you kind of living your dream? Do you do you take oh, yeah. a moment to say, "Man, I, this I I can't believe I've been able to accomplish this so soon"? Because your debut was just in 2015, correct? And now now yep. you're signed to a major company and you're on TV. Yeah, I mean, I think about it every day. It's it's nuts. Uh, and I and like you know, 2015 is when I debuted, so that was seven years ago. But you know, everyone Mark told me this one time actually. Everyone in this generation lives on microwave time, so they want it like quick, quick, quick. So to me, I'm, I feel like, you know, this is taken forever to get to where I'm at. But then I look at other guys like uh, QT, QT, for example. He trained me. He didn't get signed to anywhere for like the first 13 years of his career. And same with uh, Damian Priest. He trained me as well in WWE. Same thing. I remember when, when I met him, he was like, I think already wrestling for maybe 12 years. And he told me, he's like, my goal is to get you signed. And just so, like, I have a piece of like your career. Because he goes, I know I, I'm never going to get signed. I'm too old. And now he blew up, you know. So it's it's wow. crazy to look at stuff like that, and I'm like I, I was very lucky to to uh, you know kind of be on like a little bit of a fast track. Now, and I want to thank you because you know you're so close to this matchup that's taking place tomorrow night on Rampage again, uh, AEW Rampage Friday night. Man, it's been a pleasure for a first time talking to you. Uh, good luck on Friday, and and let's get you back on soon. Appreciate the time. Thank you, sir. Busted open as part of the SiriusXM Sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give a five-star rating and leave a review subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast catch the full three hours of busted open monday through saturday at 9 a.m eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 go to siriusxm.com backslash busted open trial to start your free trial today the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keepitfunohio.com for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.